Jeremy Walker turned from the grave, even before the gravediggers had begun to cover the coffin with dirt. He felt mixed emotions about Amos Walker's death. The man was, after all, his father, but he had never looked up to or respected him. He would shed no tears for the man who had lived a selfish, uncaring life. One lone person had attended the funeral, and Jeremy waved to her before mounting his horse and riding away. Mrs. Carpenter had been his father's only friend. No sooner had he tethered his horse in front of the three-story home where he had lived with his father than a man rode up the lane and stopped before him. Are you Amos Walker's son? He asked, none too kindly. I am, Jeremy answered. The man, dressed in a neatly pressed black suit with a string tie, reached into his pocket and withdrew a paper. Here's what he owed me. Owed you? Jeremy repeated, taking the paper. He felt his eyes widen when he saw the five-figure balance. Gambling debt? Jeremy asked. Yep, the man said. If you look on the back, you'll see he made steady payments, but he still owed me a great deal of money, and I aim to collect. Jeremy couldn't imagine where he would get that kind of money, but he knew, as a gentleman, he had to honor the debt. Would you let me continue to make payments on it? Jeremy asked. No. I could take your house or land, though. They're worth less than what he owed, so you'd be making out better in the long run, he said. Or I could take your lumber yard and we'd break even. Jeremy felt his whole body stiffen. Give up his home or his business. He cast his eyes down at the ground and wondered how he could possibly avoid giving up everything he owned. I'd rather make the payments, he said. That option, the man replied, is no longer open to you. Jeremy looked at the paper again. On the flip side was a record of the weekly payments his father had made. The amount had gradually lowered, but it was still more money than Jeremy had ever seen in his entire life. The writing at the top of the note said, Amos Walker owes Ephraim Finch, along with the sum, the date, and his father's signature. I take it you're Mr. Finch? Jeremy asked. The sour-faced man nodded. He was tall, had a thin mustache, and looked every inch like a card shark. There is, however, another way to pay off the debt, he said. Jeremy looked up at him, hopefully. And that is? You could marry my daughter. But I don't even know. That's the deal. Take it or leave it, Finch said unwaveringly. Jeremy stood speechless. Despite the fact he hadn't had a good relationship with his father, he had just buried him. Now everything he owned was being threatened, and it seemed the only way out was to marry a complete stranger. How old is she? What does she look like? Jeremy asked, hoping she didn't resemble her father. She's nineteen and attractive enough to have gotten herself with child by a no-good farmhand without a dime to his name. Finch spat on the ground as if his words had tasted sour. She's not far along, as yet, 
I found out about it when the hotel maid confessed she'd had no monthly, you know, last month. Jeremy's mind was racing. He had to determine which was more important to him, and quickly. His freedom or keeping his home and business? The question answered itself. Without his home and business, he had nothing. Jeremy shrugged. I guess I'm getting married. Finch smiled. You won't regret it. As soon as the vows have been said, I'll destroy the note. Her name is Helen Finch. You'll need to procure a marriage license. I'll bring her to the Justice of the Peace tomorrow at exactly two in the afternoon. 